the men who are in survival mode, the men who cheap out on the women around them, the men who take money from the women around them, they tend to be the ones in struggle all the time. They tend to perpetuate struggle in their lives because they are exploiting the source instead of nurturing and pouring into the source which is women. Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about the dating advice that got me from dating below bare mineral effort men to dating golden retriever provider men. I swear, if you memorize only one advice from the Spoiled Girly Support Group, it's this one. Instead of having a long wish list of checkboxes that you need to take off whenever you meet guys and then if they don't meet like one little checkbox, you write them off completely, it is much more helpful to have like two or three non-negotiable values that you date for. You should give yourself your top two or three non-negotiable values that he needs to have. I don't know if you watch Indian Matchmaker, but Seema Aunty, which is like the main character there, she's the matchmaker. She has this saying and everyone makes fun of it, you only get 60% of what you want in a partner. But this is the spoiled girly support group. We get 100% of what we want in a partner. We get 110%. And it all starts with vetting men by checking if they meet 100% of your non-negotiable values. For example, if you vet a man for the value of health and fitness, guess what he's gonna be? He's gonna be a mostly positive person, disciplined, consistent, high effort. You know what else he's gonna be? he's gonna be good looking. So instead of having this wish list of he has to have abs, muscles, but not too much. He needs to have the same exact interests as me. You need to get rid of that list. This isn't build a bro, okay? Like, you know Bella Porch's song? This ain't build a bee. You don't get to pick and choose. It's the same thing. It's not just an annoying concept when it is being done to us women, it is also highly ineffective. Dating is not like Build-A-Bear, okay? It's not, because every person is a unique individual. So why do you think that your partner will be someone that you concocted out of your checklist? And like I said, it's just not efficient. Because when we make our checklists, let's be real, okay? I love being Delulu. I have created my Delulu life as my real life because I'm so Delulu. But you also need to be market-driven and realistic, rooted in reality. If you are passing up on otherwise good partners because they don't meet this one little checkbox for you, and let's get into this, because whenever I talk about dating for values and not a checklist, a lot of people are out of their discernment, thinking that you have to give the ugly guy a chance, you have to give this guy that you're not attracted to a chance. It's not that, okay? It's about prioritizing the things that are most important to you and moving about the world in a strategic way. Like I said, you're not going to be with an ugly guy. For example, if you prioritize health and fitness, like you live those values out yourself, then you also want someone else to share those values. People who are into fitness, people who watch what they eat, people who exercise regularly, people who have a workout schedule. If you are doing that yourself, you're going to find someone else who's doing that. And honestly, if a person is into health and fitness, it's inevitable. They will be good looking. Okay, I don't make the rules. That's just how it is. So instead of having a 10-page checklist of what he has to look like, condense that checklist into one core value, which is prioritizing health and fitness. Because these people, the people who are so into their health and fitness, they're positive, they have discipline, they're consistent, they're confident, and they look good. In relation to this, let me share with you something that also blew my mind. And when I employed it in my dating life, it drastically improved my dating life. You will get everything you want in life, but you will not know the package it'll come in. 
opinion. And with the gamification of dating nowadays, judging people by their package is inevitable. Like, we were not supposed to see this many beautiful faces right in our face all day every day. And that has caused this attractiveness inflation in our mindset. That when we go out into the real world, we no longer compare them with real world people. We compare them with virtual people, people that we see on our screens all day every day because we are consuming so much media populated by mostly pretty faces all day, okay? So that's really messed up dating for a lot of people. Especially with online dating, there's also this perception that we have so many options. If this date doesn't work out, there's always another one, another one, another one. I can always match with someone else. It's a perception that you have a lot of choices, but it's an illusion. If you've been dating for a while, you see people's progression online, like, oh, this guy was unemployed six months ago, now he has a job. You really see people's growth when you're on the dating apps. And if it is true that you do have a lot of viable choices when you're online dating, how come all these people are still single after all this time? When you are in this season of dating and wanting to find a partner, you need to stop it with the gamification of dating. The possibilities are definitely endless, but if you are sabotaging your dating life because you think that there's always someone better out there, you're not giving the dating experience the respect that it is due, you're not intentional with your dating, you're not gonna get the results that you want, plain and simple. And here's the thing, when you start dating for values instead of dating from a checklist, you get to your person so much quicker and with the least amount of pain because it gets so much easier for you to weed through people who do not embody the values that are most important to you. It just makes your ick meters so much more sensitive that way. When you heal yourself from seeking tumultuousness, from dating your pattern of emotionally unavailable, below bare minimal effort men who fit your physical type, you free yourself from the torturous experiences of modern dating. And that's the truth. A lot of the girlies who are out of their discernment, they give men who fit their physical type a lot of chances and overlook the misalignment of values because they're good looking or they're a certain height or this or that. Like, okay, attraction is definitely very important, but below bare minimal effort is so unattractive no matter what you look like. And you need to drill that down in your head. Like you need to be more attracted to yourself more than you are attracted to these men that you're dating because what is more unattractive than someone disrespecting you, okay? What is more unattractive than a man making you pay on a first date? What is more unattractive than a man expecting you to subsidize half of his existence? What is more unattractive than a man not having his priorities straight, not having his finances right, like, that's so unattractive. But a lot of the girlies who are out of their discernment, they give a lot of these men a lot of passes because they fit their physical type. And I've seen it happen over and over again. Men are not the prize, okay? You are. And if you're a girlie who is healing from that type of behavior and you now wanna start to date for values instead of intense initial attraction, I know. You have this fear that you cannot be in a relationship with someone that you're not attracted to. And that's where your discernment comes in and your ick meter comes in is because you need to be so turned off when men display signs that they do not share your core values. Like that's so unattractive. You should be less scared of not being attracted to a man who shares your values and more scared of allowing a below bare minimal effort man who you like the package that he comes in, come into your life and spread chaos in your life. Your fears are misplaced, okay? That's some tough love. I'm rooting for you. And here's the thing. I know a lot of us girlies like aesthetics and uh, looking good, but have you heard of the girlfriend effect? It's when guys who look average, below average, glow up when a woman is in their lives, which is the complete opposite of boyfriend air. When girlies glow down because they're with a guy. 
Like men only glow up when they have girlfriends who care about them. Interesting. So another manifestation of how women are the source. Women are the true givers. We give just by default of existing around men. Dating for health and fitness is actually my top two value that I suggest you date for. And the top one value is financial savvy and stability. Now I know not everyone will marry a rich man or a millionaire, but that's not what we're talking about here. Dating for financial savvy and stability is vetting a man for his ability to make and manage money at whatever level he's making it. You can have a high earner who is also a high spender or an average earner who is a high saver and investor. It's less what you make and more what you keep. Obviously, you can have a high earner and a high saver and investor, but you know, it's a spectrum. So use your discernment. Vetting a man for beyond the amount of money he supposedly makes and the artifacts of wealth that he uses to impress you takes next level discernment. I used to work with money and people with real money, so I'm pretty advanced in my discernment on this. Let me give you some tips. If he rents a car for dinner or the weekend and he wants to take you out in it, red flag. If he spends obscene amounts of money at the club, red flag. If he drives a luxury car but lives in a rundown apartment or a rundown neighborhood, red flag. If he can't tell you what he does for a living, red flag. And here's some green flags I swear by. If he has a Costco membership, green flag. If he has a regular car or an older luxury car but lives in a nice neighborhood, green flag. If he openly tells you what he does for a living, where he works, or if he owns a company, he's very open and proud about telling you what it is, green flag. And here's something that blows a lot of girlies' minds whenever I tell them about this and that they experience it in real life is when I tell my inner circle girlies that when you go on dates with good men who are relatively successful, they're so excited to tell you what they do for a living. They really come into the dates with this excitement to share it with you. And there's definitely some discernment there when he's just being flashy for no reason or he's gonna be a good guy. But a lot of these men who are serious about finding a partner Partner, they are so excited to share life with you because they have already built a good life or they are on their way to building a good life and they see you as someone that they could share that good life with. And it always blows the girlies' minds whenever it first happens to them because a lot of the time when you date men who are misaligned, men who are doing shady activities, they don't want to tell you what they do. Or the men who do have it together but they're hesitant that you're going to be a gold digger, that you're going to take their money, you don't even want to be with them anyway. And they're wary of you on a first date. Like that's not golden rich retriever energy okay golden retriever energy is the only energy allowed and if you're into that black cat energy that should be the energy that you're in men are not allowed to be in black cat energy because that is a man who will make you suffer I said it. No more further explanations. Back to the topic. I agree that it's nice when a man really puts in a lot of effort on a first date like he goes all out but it has to be within his means because there is nothing more dangerous. Well, there's a lot of dangerous things, okay, but for emphasis. There is nothing more dangerous than rejecting a man who went above and beyond his means to please you. Men who spend money they don't have, they will eventually run out of either money or credit. So it's inevitable that he will switch up on you. And a lot of the times they make you believe that they are this high roller until they feel like they have you trapped. Like you could have been a baby mom already or... They think that you've already fallen in love with them, okay? So stay in your discernment. If the earning is not matching the spending, it's gonna be a no. 
red flag. One of the most important life choices you will ever make in your life is who you partner with. Because theoretically, you're going to be with them for a lifetime. And call me antiquated, but I firmly believe that it is the man who sets the tone. Whatever the man's lifestyle is, that's going to be your lifestyle. Whatever your lifestyle is right now, if you partner with a man who has clashing lifestyles as yours, you're going to adopt his. And not even voluntarily, okay? If you are a financially savvy and stable girly, and you get with a man who is financially illiterate and irresponsible, your life will play out the tune of financial instability. You will inevitably have financial trouble for the rest of your time with this guy. That's just how it is. Whatever the man's situation is, that's going to be your situation. Like, I don't make the rules, okay? This is just what happens. So when you are vetting a man, you're not just vetting him. You are vetting his lifestyle. So if he has this lifestyle of overspending and spending way beyond his means, that's what you're going to be as well. And it doesn't matter how financially able and stable you are all by yourself, you will inevitably be infected by what is bad, okay? That's just how it is. And a lot of the girlies like to resist it, like, oh, I'm gonna rescue him, I'm gonna save him, I can be the breadwinner. Okay, go for it. And then come back in five to ten years when you've developed some sense. A lot of the women who have already done that have already cried their eyes out online, okay? So can we like learn from other people's mistakes? The fastest way to put yourself in a financial hole is to be with a broke guy, okay? Because no matter how good you have it together, if you introduce a chaotic, irresponsible, financially illiterate man into your life, you're gonna live his messy, chaotic lifestyle. So while it is reductive advice to say marry rich, it comes from this core value of dating for financial savvy and stability because if this man is not rich right now he will be a man who has financial savvy and stability as his core values will always be rich and we learned that from our video how to be a millionaire the delulu way and the realistic way where we talked about compound interest where if you are a good saver and investor you'll eventually be a millionaire okay so watch that video. On the opposite end of the spectrum, there's guys who make building wealth their whole personality to the point that they think it's fun or they think it's commendable that they're cheaping out on their women and post videos at their partner's expense about how they're saving so much money by not getting them flowers, by not doing date nights, by not doing this when they could otherwise afford it. I reacted to this video a while back about a guy who went to the grocery store and walked past a bunch of bouquets and they're not even that expensive, okay? $20, $10, and he gets to the $5 one and he wouldn't even get his wife anything, any flowers. So he comes home and he says, I saw flowers at the grocery store, but I didn't get you any because I wanted to save the money. It's Valentine's Day. The woman's pregnant and you didn't want to spend the $5, $10, $20 to make her happy on Valentine's Day. You know what's more expensive than a $20 bouquet? Divorce. Okay, that's more expensive. And his pregnant wife's face during this whole video was just like a disappointment. And he was like so happy to broadcast to the world that he is proud to disrespect his wife that way. I don't know, not a vibe. Anyway, this is why I say stop listening to men online about personal finance advice, especially when it comes to cutting out unnecessary things in your life because they can do without so much. And they are really on something because... Who raised these people? Anyway, you don't want to end up with a man like that unless you are the same exact brand and level of frugal as that guy. You will suffer. The vibe we're going for here is a low maintenance man with a high maintenance woman. Obviously, you are a financially savvy girly. 
You are the source. You multiply. You are investment. What little he gives you, he gets back with exponential return. And the men who know that, know that. That's why a lot of these successful men, they pour a lot into the women in their lives. Their mothers, their sisters, their significant others, their daughters. They pour so much into women because what they get back in return from the women that they pour into is so priceless and it manifests into even more physical success for him. I don't make the rules. That's just how it is. And so the men who are in survival mode, the men who cheap out on the women around them, the men who take money from the women around them, they tend to be the ones in struggle all the time. They tend to perpetuate struggle in their lives because they are exploiting the source instead of nurturing and pouring into the source which is women. That's just how it is. That's how the world works. I can't explain it. It's a thing. Watch this video if you want to learn how men manifest success by pouring into the women around them. I'm telling you, the moment you realize this, it'll blow your mind and it'll open your eyes to this pattern everywhere. The most successful men are the ones pouring into the women around them and the least successful men who perpetuate struggle in their lives are always the ones taking from women, disrespecting women, and draining women. Karma is so quick. I'm telling you. Back to the topic, other non-negotiable values that you can date for include religion, spirituality, family-centeredness, like all these things that are important to you and that dictate the traits that are non-negotiable for you, okay? So it is up to you to come up with the core values that are non-negotiable for you. Once you start dating for values instead of dating from your build-a-bro wish list, watch how you stop dating your negative pattern and start dating men who align with your financially secured, spoiled, girly life. That's all I have for you today. I just wanted to let you know the number one dating tip that the spoiled girlies needed to hear. Now get that bag, bestie.